0: Welcome to the Telling of Story podcast. I'm your host, Storyteller Jules, and along with my guests, it's my endeavor to explore the art and science of storytelling to attract, engage, and retain a business audience and to unpack why it works for some and not for the many that try. This episode, I speak with Zarina Robertson. Listen in as she talks about you get what you put out.
1: My big bugbear is the visual branding assets of people. If, you know, at the end of the day, if people are going to put out a 50 cent headshot and not actually understand that they need to invest in themselves visually, then they're going to get that 50 cent client.
0: In this episode, I have the pleasure of interviewing Serena Robertson. Serena is a multi-award-winning businesswoman who works with speakers, leaders and entrepreneurs with ideas, visual assets, styling and develops very unique brand strategies with her marketing background. Serena's impressive client list include Richard Branson, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Tim Ferriss and Simon Senek, just to name a few. Serena is also an event photographer Emirates, Tourism Australia, Business Chicks, and many international clients. And has also worked with the professional speakers association of australia for over 10 years serena robertson has invited her clients to escape into her world of creativity and explore the possibilities of their online presence with fun she is the cheerleader for her clients whose biggest challenge is recognizing their own potential serena welcome to the show
1: oh thanks for having me thank you lovely introduction
0: serena Tell me a little bit about the journey you took before becoming a brand strategist.
1: Well, I'm a photographer and videographer really and branding strategy is part of it because before I started this journey, I was working in marketing for Louis Vuitton, Maui Hennessy, LVMH. And, um, and I've always loved that the side of I don't know. I just, I've always been drawn to marketing and that sort of thing. And then, you know, my natural gift is photography and creativity. And then I just married the worlds together.
0: And was that journey an obvious one for you? Like, did you get to that photography? Have you always enjoyed photography? Where did that passion come from?
1: Mm, that's interesting because I was born with a camera in my cot, I say. <laughs> and, but, you know, like, I, I don't know, there was, a, it's just an, it, it was an ev- evolution because, I mean, in the day, you know, mum, mum and mum would say, oh, you know, get a real job, study or uni and I'm like, oh no, I could just never do anything more op- opposite than, nah, than to go to uni. So I never went, I went and studied um and did marketing and, um, and I really enjoyed that and uh, also training because I love training. So, I did training and marketing, and I and I did that as the foundation of me moving forward in corporate. And then, um, and as those sort of things happened, I um I went on and um I I created a um uh you know like this whole uh, energy behind what I thought to be true and. And I, and I just sort of developed that because this marketing was just pushing me. I loved it. Um, and then I started becoming a photographer when I was actually being bullied in corporate by another lady just being bullied and, you know, and that was not pleasant. So I guess when you're in corporate, you think, oh, my gosh, this is it. But I didn't understand that there was a world of entrepreneurialism out there. I actually didn't know. Um And it pushed me to the edge of really finding out what's next, what's next, what now, why, who am I doing, what am I doing, I've got to get out of here (laughs) because of that. You know, that experience was really bad. So and I was propelled and pushed by bullying in corporate and then I went out and just developed my own belief system that went, oh, hang on, I might just go out and do photos and if people don't like it, then I'm going to stop doing it. And why would I keep doing it if people don't like what I want to do? So that was so interesting to put that promise to myself before I started. And as I started, it just got nicer and loving it. And I found my marketing ways, and I evolved it with, you know, with my energy of it all. And 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 it was like a new. It was just a really great avenue to mix both loves together. My my energy of speaking and then educating and branding and marketing and creativity. It was just utopia.
0: I mean, that's awesome to hear. Um, a lot of people sort of go through the journey of discovery, I guess, when it comes to entrepreneurship and they, you know, don't always know exactly what that means until they sort of start doing it. So it's fabulous to hear that you, you've you been able to blend something that you really truly love with Something that hopefully brings you an income and and you're able to survive on, so which is which is fantastic. So
1: going back to the income, no, it doesn't. <laughs> I I don't do things for a hobby.
0: Yeah, of course, of course, and that's um, that's an interesting point because one of the things that this podcast is all about is developing people's personal brands. What does that really mean? But specifically, what does that mean from a a business perspective? You know what impact does personal brand have on the ability to to grow a business? Do you do you have a an opinion on that?
1: No, yeah, definitely. Like, I mean, it's just like uh, over the years I've developed my thought leadership of personal branding, branding with imagery and videos and your messaging and your voice and your visuals, your visual assets, and it's all really all comes together about the one message of how you're putting yourself out there. And what, and really, who do you want to attract? So my big bugbear is the visual branding assets of people. If, you know, at the end of the day, if people are going to put out a 50 cent headshot and not actually understand that they need to invest in themselves visually, then they're going to get that 50 cent client why it's one point the other point is about the messaging on video if you're not going to curate your message correctly with about who you are what you do how you help people how you solve people then then that in itself is the same so you can have a great strong you know video message or you or you'll fall through the cracks you know it's 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 the same like the 50 cent Photograph, I really believe strongly about this and I see it and then I see a lot of people don't, you know, they hide from showing up on video, They, you know. So it's very interesting and very powerful. Video is the the, the go-to now. Everybody knows that. Um, And if you don't, well, (laughs) you know now. (laughs) Um, And really um, personal branding is about curating how people get to know, like and trust you. Feel you, your personality, get to know you. You know, it's not just one dimensional, like you know, voice only. You get to see, hear, and um, mannerisms. It's it's all wonderful. The whole encompassing platform of video and the visual assets. It's really important. It's 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 crucial to success these days. Now,
0: you bring up a fabulous point. One of the questions I ask all of my guests is. Where do you find that balance between the consistency of putting out, your, you know, your information and your brand? So how often do you publish something, whether that's audio, video, text, whatever that might look like, versus both the cost and the quality of the content that you're outputting? So, you know, investing in good video and photography is is fantastic, but can you know, add up from a cost perspective. So where do you find that balance and what's, what's your advice there?
1: Wow. There's so many ways to do video now um, and content and, and sharing. It's just, it's, it's, um, it's endless. It's truly, it's endless. Um, you can be really creative on how and where you want to turn up and show up and make a change with people. It's like sharing your message, do it on a podcast, do it on a blog, do it on a this and all that, you know what I mean? So with video, you and it's how you do it. So, I mean, video sharing videos and and, and of what you know on platforms is great, but you need to have a strategy behind it and why you want to do it and where you want to show up. And then, you know, and start developing momentum. I truly believe that. And then, and then just starting with baby steps. And that's why I've developed this 21 videos in 90 minutes. I mean, I love what I do because I know that I – you know, helping people fast, consistently and succinctly is what I'm all about. And so if I'm all about that, then surely there's other people like that out there. And um, and that's why I, pro- you know, produced this product where I help people get their content right with the videos and get them seen right. I dress them and style them. I, I set them all up to, for success. And, you know, when you've got an expert Got, who has got your back, um, it is 1,000 times easier to feel comfortable to share your message so, so exciting, to, you know, like that way, to, ha- to, to actually feel that you can actually be authentically you, you know. It's really important. It's really important to, because a lot of people have that fear of video and and, and you know even fear of photographs and and fear. You know, I was like, you know, they might think they're going to the dentist to get their teeth pulled out, <laughs> or maybe they'd rather go to the dentist to get their teeth pulled out than do a video and get their photos taken. So it's just so interesting. Um, but now it's just it's just almost the norm, but there's still the norm as a lot of people, introverts, have a lot to grapple with. And because I love what I do, I naturally know how to help people.
0: So it's a great point there. I know for a fact uh, a lot of people are scared to get in front of the camera, um, camera shy, uh, scared for whatever reason, not everybody looks fabulous in front of a camera, or not everybody is naturally photogenic. For example, um, what do you say, or what advice would you give somebody who who actually does want to improve their personal brand, but maybe does have that fear factor? What might it look like, you know, working with you to to you know get them in front of that camera and make them comfortable?
1: Oh, I think it's it's the, it comes down to one word. I'm about it's fun. It's like you know. This is this is exciting. It is exciting to help people unpack their passion and love it, and and and, and me curate it with the marketing spin and the branding spin for them. Nothing else spins my wheels, and I love it. And I've got like um, I'm doing a um, I um a a, you know video uh, brand accelerator program, and it's just it. This is all goes. It ticks all my boxes of helping people because I know the difference I can make. And last year during COVID, I created some programs and I, you know, went and did bitter bitter, um, aspects of them. And I really, really loved the transformation I helped people with. They're confident helping them feel comfortable in their own skin. And now I see them on doing on videos and it's just like, oh, this is so cool, <laughs> you know, this is very cool, you know. And they all learned it from me to help them, e- you know, ease into it better. So I'm like their cheerleader. So you really do need a good cheerleader behind you, you know, like, and someone who's actually smart about what, about how and to turn up and what to say about your content and your branding and it's wonderful. It just ticks all my boxes.
0: <laughs> I can hear men it.
1: and women, right? You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I mean I can hear it in your voice, and I loved it in your bio where you said, where you say that you know you are the cheerleader for your clients, and you know whose biggest challenge is recognizing their own potential, and I imagine getting out of their own way is is part of mm. the challenge, right? So
1: it is, but it's also part of my story as well. So you know, I myself has been like a little bit, a bit myself. I'm. You know, at times I feel like, you know, oh, dear, you know, like the, the you know, hiding of me has been, so you know, especially sometimes when you, you're going through change and evolving and, and you're thinking and you're just thinking and you go into that space and it, it's very interesting about um, really, oh, I guess, it, how, you, you think about how, who you are. And then how do you want to be seen and, you know, and and and, and it's evolving. It, it It's very interesting, like, for me, going through what I preach, right? Does that make sense? And that, that's where I've been and now I know the other side of the um, equation is because the, you know, like, the nine weeks that I take, help people through is actually all from personal um, experience. So... It's been really good program that I've developed on my, from my own story to help people go through for their own story to be seen so this brand is storytelling and relatable and it's great content so that they become an influencing person about for their
0: niche. So when you work, you know, you have worked with a number of fabulous different, you know, celebrities, and I'll come back to a, uh, that que- a question on that in a second, but what uh, other than the famous ones, can you give me an example of, of someone if, and you don't need to use names if you don't want to, but what's the transformation look like for somebody who goes through a program with you um, from you know somebody who's perhaps a little bit unknown in their space to, to becoming a, a celebrity I guess or a mini celebrity in their own in their own world?
1: Oh, I tell you, all the clients I've dealt with over the years I've, I've launched them. You know, and I've put them out there and um, helped them be really credible and relatable. Um, and I think that uh, a part of it is getting uh, – well, for me, I help, I help really, really support people with their, um, their content and their messaging. So what and how they're turning up now and, and where they want to be, I help them with that gap. It's really – it's vital um, people don't necessarily, um, they see themselves as something, but when you've got eyes of you of you giving you the, the clarity, then there's a mismatch. So that mismatch just needs to be, it needs to really be uh, straightened up. So I help people with that mismatch, and I really enjoy doing that actually because it, Enlightens people to what's possible, to to bigger things about themselves, and it's really exciting to see. Like I've got clients that, um, you know, say millionaires, right? And uh, they wanted their branding done, and their before images, and their the way they're coming across is look like a, you know, a barista living in Manly, you know. So I create. I um, from the (laughs) barista living in Manly just sorting them looking like who they really are and making that that message and their vibe turn up you know their personality turn up and in all sorts of different ways and in all sorts of different images and settings and the same with video you know I love it.
0: And so when you talk about this mismatch of branding what do you mean by that can you explain that to me?
1: There's a lot of people I see on LinkedIn. There's lots of people that talk to me all the time about their personal brand. And before they even are speaking to me, I'm looking them up like you'd look up other people like everybody would look up me, you know, and see like, check her out, you know, Facebook spying, you know, whatever that is, we're all spying. And we're getting a, a, a vibe about who is this person. We're making a judgment on who is this person. And so the judgments, the, the spying, the whole shebang is all being curated either for you or against you. So at the end of the day, do you want your spies <laughs> looking at you for you or against you?
0: I think that's a really interesting point because, you know, I think I've suffered a bit from that over the years. I've I've had many different types of careers over, over the last 30 odd years now and mm-hmm. um, sort of reinvented myself if you like over a couple of periods of time and some people know me from an era that no longer exists if that makes sense so some people know me from you know who I was maybe 20 years ago um, and so changing that persona you know I'm still the same person I still do the same you know I still have to bring the same energy and I still you know have the same quality and and things like that in my work ethic but what i do and who i work for or with has changed over the years so for somebody like me what does that sound like you know if i was to to roll up to your studio and say hey i just need to to make myself look like the current now what does that what does that entail
1: well firstly you just don't roll up at my studio right <laughs> <laughs> A, number one it's good.
0: we're not allowed to at the <laughs> moment.
1: available and number two I, I you know it's it's not about rolling up it's about understanding and I take my clients through a customers and I have a conversation with people and and I work out their strategy going forward working with me. I curate their brands. Um it's very it's it's not like you know there's a lot of photographers and people out there go, oh you know stand in front of the wall and this dodgy brick wall and smile. And that's boring, and um, so that's not what I do. So I take people through a whole lot of layers about their branding, and and it's about it's not even just the visual part of it all. It's about the messaging behind the branding, behind the images and the videos. That's really important to break down.
0: I love that because you're right. You do you can go you know pay for photography almost you know ubiquitously anywhere, um, and it is there a fair bit of that is just Turning up, turning the lights on, standing, standing and smiling. Um, but I love the mm-hmm. fact that you take people on on the journey and of discovery, of discovery of themselves, um, and the viewpoint that you take. You know what what does your what's the impression that people have of you? I think is really important and really important going forward. So I love love what you do. Um, what I what really attracted me to you as well was the fact that you're not just the person behind the camera either you seem to have done a pretty good job at stepping in front (laughs) of the camera yourself right so tell me about that because I do see a lot of creatives who hide hide is maybe a harsh word but hide behind the camera and are very good at what they do but don't necessarily do it for themselves how important is it to do it for yourself
1: um it's interesting I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to be the brand or to be the person in front of the lens. No way. And then I was like, no, my work just speaks for itself. Um, go to my website, check out my work. It's fine. <laughs> Forget that. So then. I guess that everybody just rubbed off on me, Um, all sorts of different people rubbed off on me, uh, especially the clients, because they're geniuses of what they do. They're thought leaders, speakers, entrepreneurs, they're go-getters, they're coaches, they're consultants. Mamma mia, women, men, love them all. A hundred-year-old client I had as a female woman in business dealing with her. You know, two young kids, like I've done the whole shebang, the gambit of all sorts of walks of life. Um, but I never wanted to really feel that. Like, oh no, it's not needed. I don't need to do that. But then everybody just rubbed up on me. But then again, they triggered my marketing sense and my branding now. And I wrote books. I've written. I've you know won competitions. I've you know won a lot of awards. And um, and I speak on branding. And I find that standing on stage and talking and empowering people is nothing more fulfilling than helping them do that. And I love it. I just love it. I think it's really a part of me, I know, that I like um, risk-taking. I like putting myself out there, pushing myself and my limits and my boundaries. I don't just stay in the one, what do you call it, the one lane. Um, And it's been really enlightening. I mean, I remember when people go, oh, you're speaking, you've written a book and you've done more books and all this sort of stuff. And, oh, are you leaving photography? No, no, I'm just adding the feather to my cap. I mean, we're, and, you know, this big part of the story is that, you know, you're here for a short time, make the most of it. So why not, you know? And that's why it leads me to the art story and the art journey and, and, and doing what I want to do and how I want to do things. It's been really, and also working with people you want to work with.
0: Very it's important.
1: important. Do you know what I mean? The whole lot is important.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Um, are you able to quantify perhaps the difference that your own personal brand has had on your business um, compared to, say, when you weren't in front of the camera, when you are only behind the camera versus, oh. you know, getting in front of it and, and building your own brand?
1: Totally, totally. Because now, I, you know, like I've got my, you know, my, my, nine-week brand, video brand accelerator, I've got online programs, I take people through, they know me, they trust, they like me because they're getting to know me or they've gotten to know me or they know of my work and I'm knowing my reputation. So it's all hand in hand and then you just work with the people that really want to work with you and get your vibe and your energy and if you've got something to help people with and you just do it and you attract those people it's all values based but at the end of the day if I didn't do what I was doing if I didn't write a book if I didn't get up on stage if I didn't take the risks of of, of putting myself out there to speak about what I know to be true then I'd sort of still be the boring one-dimensional photographer than that I know that I'd be a, a frustrated soul with. Do you know what I mean? I I, I I, know I'd probably be frustrated. But then again, because we're always evolving, I wouldn't even know what to think. I just know that, that I've always known since I was little that there's just something bigger out there for me. And I guess I'm just on that journey of learning and pushing myself to that point of, what a what what is that big thing that's out there, you know it's it, you know it's 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 interesting, it's very interesting.
0: Something that seems to be pretty common across all the people that I speak with, um, particularly those who are who are you know more in front of the camera these days than they ever used to, whether that's camera, whether that's you know in public somehow, uh, speaking books, authors, whatever that looks like. Um, that it was not necessarily something they just dove straight to the deep end into. They often, uh, you know, it's a journey of evolution. They start with something quite simple, Um, you know, perhaps it's their first video or their first photo shoot or something like that. Um, Maybe they start writing a little bit more or, you know, perhaps speak at their local uh, chamber of commerce or something like that. So it always starts pretty small but does tend to evolve into bigger and better things once they realise the impact and the power that it actually has. Is that how your journey has progressed?
1: Yeah. It's all for the, you know, little baby steps, you yeah. know, and and um yeah. Yeah. So it's all baby steps. And, and 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 that's where the the fun is, you know? It just it's I love it. I just I really do love it. I I, I find it quite empowering. You know? It's baby steps. I mean it's just amazing that you just got to do baby steps in your own time, in your own way. I mean, I've got customers that are like, you I know, mean, I've been watching you for like ten years, five years, five years, you know, things like that. Oh, I'm ready now. Okay, you know. Mm. So, so interesting. So interesting. People take it at different stages of where they feel mm. ready, and it's a deep feeling, you know. It's so interesting. It's deep or it's pushed. It's um, it's. You know, it's it's peer pressure, people around you trying to, you know, doing things that you do. It is really interesting, really interesting.
0: You've also worked with a whole bunch of pretty famous celebrities. How did you get into those kind of, you know, gigs and what was it like working for somebody like Arnold Schwarzenegger?
1: That was great. Oh, my gosh, that was lovely. Yeah, I love that.
0: How did it come about?
1: Yeah, no, I, I was, again... Personal branding, reputation. Obviously, I can deliver on what I'm going to do and say, and so that was exciting. So that's what I did, and I got asked to do it. And um, I was the only female photographer to be asked to do that, and it was great. Yeah, great opportunities come my way. I love it. I just love what I do. And recently, I've been, you know, photographed the the um, the, the psychologist lady on Married at First Sight, and and then, and then the other lady I photographed is the, um, the Ninja Warrior. Mm-hmm. She's great. She's wonderful. You know. So it's all, it's all, it's it's, and it's so interesting to to work with people. You know, even that the TV stars. I mean, there is can be as what do you call it? Timid and um, as shy as most people mm-hmm. can be. But, you know, put a camera and or put them where they want to be. It's very interesting. It's very cool.
0: You also mentioned that you started to uh, do some art and, you know, have started to blend some of those, some of your works into what you do. Tell me a bit about that and how that came about.
1: I just one day I just was just, I don't even know. <laughs> I was just doing, I was just thinking and doing and looking for something that could be a creative Like I, to tell you the truth, I'm really, really good at what I do. I'm a master and a mistress. I'm the queen of what I do. Like I know how to pick up a camera and take a great photo, one photo, I know how to do it. That's no question about it. it. It it's and then I was just sort of like, what can I challenge you to challenge myself? And I asked that question to myself. And I've, you know, I've written books and you know, when I speak on stage, but I just was something, what is it that I can do for myself, maybe? And then I just never painted in my life, ever. And I just picked up the started playing playing around with paints and things and I started developing that. And it got a bit addictive and then it got to a brand and then it got to a business and then it's like, my God, it's exploded. And then it's only just really being launched. It's really only going to be launched this week, next week. So it's been a very interesting journey. Um, watching it evolve and grow and it's something that I love doing is the art, the ZarinaGallery.com and Zarina Artist on Instagram and it's just something that, I like working with um, it's a balance. It's it's like some people like to write, uh, and I and I like to I work with color and flow of paint and it's very interesting, you know.
0: You're clearly really very, you clearly very yeah. You're clearly very talented because you do take. Beautiful photographs, and you're right. You know how to take a good photograph, but your your artwork is beautiful as well. So you do have a creative streak. Absolutely. It's not
1: good, hey? <laughs> no,
0: I'm jealous. I'm, I've always wanted to paint, um, but uh, I just ne- I guess I've never picked it up. So it's just one of those things that I'll get to someday. I'm sure.
1: Oh, no, but I said that. I said that. I said, oh, my gosh. I said, oh, my God. I was just thinking while I was painting and creating the work uh, that you see on ZarinaGallery.com, like I was like looking and going, hang on, some people do this when they're 80, 60 something and whatevers and later. I'm like, oh, dear, I'm enjoying it. I'm doing it now, you know, so yeah. why not? I mean, there's even, look, I mean, at the end of the day, there's people who are doing it now, you know, and enjoying it, you know.
0: So what advice would you give someone who wants to improve their personal brand but just maybe doesn't know where to start?
1: Well, they're booking a call with me. <laughs> Let's chat. <laughs> and um, I think basically I think that it's a it's, it's basic start for where your values are, you know, start where your values are, Who you, what you stand for, who you are as a person and then go from there and then, you know, and then if things will start to evolve really. But always get guidance. You want to get somebody who's not a yes person, someone who really pushes the buttons about what your decisions and things like that. That's what I like doing. I love doing that. I like pushing back on people or what their thoughts and beliefs are and then coming to the middle ground. It's really interesting.
0: I imagine people's beliefs are part of the thing, you know, part of the reason that they hold back as well. Is that true?
1: Yeah. Very true. Very true. You know, we only grow we only grow up with what we know, you know.
0: And so do you do you find um, this happens, you know, naturally for people like of all ages? Do people eventually get to a point where they go, you know what, I just need to sort of clean my act up or or is it still only a select few that that go down the, you know, formal branding, if you like?
1: No, that's interesting. Um, you know, again, it's like the one percenters. Are you the one percenter in the world? Are you not? You know, like the the one percenters, like the Richard Bransons and the, you know, the Elon Musk's. You know, these people, amazing minds, amazing. You know, they just do it, right? So there's the people, and and yeah, I, I think um, I think encouragement, and I don't know. I guess it's just two things. You're you're either you're the one percenters or you're not. You know, you're either doing it or you're not. You know, the people that are doing it are doing it.
0: I love that. Um, there is only a certain amount of people that are, are go getters like that, and they are the select few. But they do tend to succeed because they keep pushing those boundaries. They keep trying new things. They do take risks. Uh, they're willing to put themselves out there. I think it's a hugely important asset if you if you want to build not just your personal brand, but your personal you know business your business whatever that may look like and your and your wealth. Um, it's imperative that you get out there that you actually push those boundaries. Think we should all do that a little bit more, right?
1: Yep, definitely. Definitely.
0: So, I've really enjoyed having a chat with you today, Zarina. I've got a closing question that I like to ask all my guests. If someone mm-hmm. paid you a million dollars to pick mm-hmm. your brain, but you only had a few minutes to share your thoughts, what would you say to them?
1: If they pay me a million dollars, did you say? Yeah. Oh, um, if they pay me a million dollars, what would I say?
0: How would you help them but you only had a few minutes? What would that oh, sound I'd like?
1: Help them by, I'd help them by asking them where would they put that money to help other people, putting it back on them, you know, like trying, trying to work out like it's, it's not about, you know, it's kind of like not about me and it's not about you. It's about how other people are going to help other people.
0: Nice. Serena, how can people find out a little bit more about you? Where can they find out about you online?
1: Uh, It's serenaphotography.com and people can book in time to um, have a brand consultation with me, which is great. And then um, Sydney, I'm based and around the world because I've got this video brand accelerator about to be launched. So, um, yeah, money on my website, LinkedIn, Instagram. It's all Robertson. Zarina Photography, Z-A-H for Harry, R-I-N-A.
0: Fabulous. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your time.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.
0: I enjoyed that chat with Zarina, and it's clear that she has a passion for her work, and I love the way she describes herself as a cheerleader for her clients. It's great to have somebody on your side that is willing to be there and help push you to get some good work done. She is a advocate of the quality aspect. And I agree, there is a certain quality that you need, but I worry that some people maybe won't execute in order to go for that perfection. So to me, execution beats perfection every time. But I do agree that a certain quality is necessary to stand out from the crowd. I can't wait to bring you the next episode Much love, chat soon.